Hello and welcome to Imagine America Radio, a service of the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing Company. My name is Bob Martin. I'm the president and CEO of Imagine America Foundation. In the last 20 years, Imagine America has provided scholarship support and tuition assistance to students attending career colleges all across this country. The purpose of this podcast is to promote technical and career education and to inform the public of career opportunities that are not just in high demand, but essential to the American workforce. We hope you will enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to this edition of Imagine America Radio. I'm Bob Martin, President and CEO of the Imagine America Foundation, and I'm joined on today's podcast with my colleague, Lee Doubleday. Today's podcast is the third in our September Transportation Awareness Series, and the topic diesel mechanic careers. Joining us today is Brent Jenkins, campus president of Lincoln Tech in Indianapolis, Indiana. Lincoln Tech has 22 campuses located throughout the United States. These campuses have been educating tomorrow's workforce since 1946 and are accredited by the Accrediting Commission of Career Schools and Colleges. Lincoln Tech trains its students to enter the workforce in automotive, skilled trades like electrical, welding, machining, and manufacturing, health sciences, culinary spa, and cosmetology, and information technology. Brent, thank you for joining us. Uh, Thanks, Lee and Bob, for uh, the opportunity to talk about um, the diesel programs and uh, diesel careers. Hey, Brent, as I said earlier, today's topic is diesel mechanic careers. As a leading provider of education in, in, in the diesel area, we couldn't think of anybody better to join us in today's call but you. So could you tell us a little bit or give our listeners a better idea of what exactly a diesel technician does? What's a day like for them, so to speak? Yeah, great, uh, great question. Uh, And one thing we've seen recently in the field feedback from the employers is uh, the name diesel tech implies, you know, working on diesel engines, which is certainly a key component. But uh, our graduates are trained to do far more than just work on the diesel engines. They work on uh, the entire truck systems. So they learn how to diagnose and fix problems with the trucks, uh, the trailers, um, other types of diesel equipment. Um, they learn various aspects of the, uh, the mechanical, uh, the electrical systems that are in the truck systems, safety, how to pass uh, DOT inspections. Um, so a, a typical day, uh, really depends upon the type of employer, but in many times they're going to work in, in some type of a large uh, shop uh, where uh, trucks or trailers or heavy equipment are going to come in. It could be for preventive maintenance where they're going to do uh, just like we do on our on our automobiles. They're going to do uh, preventive maintenance or it could be diagnosing and fixing any of uh, various problems that can occur with uh, with the truck, with the trailer, with the electronic systems, with the fifth wheel apparatus, uh, with the brake systems. Uh, to make sure those vehicles can operate safely on our roads. All right. Thanks, Brent. This is Lee Doubleday. I'm talking to Brent Jenkins, campus president of Lincoln Tech in Indianapolis, Indiana. And today we're talking about diesel mechanic careers. Let's talk a little bit about the career outlook for diesel technicians. Can you tell us what the Bureau of Labor Statistics states uh, as far as the demand for for diesel technicians go? Yeah, absolutely. Diesel mechanics is is in high demand. Uh, By the year 2028, Across the United States, it's projected there's going to be the need for about 300,000 diesel technicians across the country. Um, here in Indiana alone, the need is expected to be around 9,000 diesel techs. Wow. All right, Brent. Most of our listeners probably think about people working on trucks, big rigs, right? 
But what are some other career opportunities out there for diesel technicians that people normally probably wouldn't think about? Yep. You know what? There's multiple uh, opportunities and avenues that people can take this type of training. Um, You think about any type of a piece of equipment that uses a diesel engine. And so beyond your big rigs, uh, much of your construction equipment, heavy equipment, a lot of your farm equipment, your tractors and combines use diesel. In the marine industry, um, you know, cruise ships and boats uh, operate off diesel generators, diesel power generators. You start opening up a lot of other opportunities and a lot of other fields beyond just the, the trucking and, and uh, transportation logistics. One particular employer here in the city of Indianapolis is the city of Indianapolis with their bus, bus systems. And so uh, many of the, the buses for public transportation are diesel buses. And uh, that's an employer that's hired our graduates in the past. You know, Brent, just another one that came to my mind is we've talked to um, people like yourself that tell, tell us how diesel mechanics have been critical in this whole this whole COVID situation, but making sure that uh, there's alternative energy sources for all these critical care facilities. Absolutely. So you think about making sure that your hospitals can stay functioning and running, um, you know, during bad weather. And uh, every one of these facilities has a, uh, a safety mechanism with a, a diesel power generator to keep the lights on and keep the equipment running. And somebody has to make sure that that equipment is properly maintained. Yeah. And uh, should, it, uh, should it malfunction, that it can be quickly uh, brought up back online and uh, empowering that, uh, that facility. With diesel technicians being in such high demand, it seems like something worth getting an education in, to say the least. Should someone go to a school to learn how to become a diesel technician? And what does a typical program include? Is it heavy equipment, suspension systems? And how long is a diesel technician program? I know it's sort of a three-parted question there for you. Yeah, sure. Uh, we'll tackle them one at a time. Um, absolutely, I would say diesel technician is a great field to get into. Uh, feedback from the employers uh, is that the demand is high. Um, as we stated uh, from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the statistics certainly show that the demand is high. You know, for a, a person to complete a, a diesel technician program, it depends upon uh, a couple of options. We have both a day and an evening at, uh, class. The day class can be completed in 56 weeks. An evening program is going to take about 18 months to complete. You know you've got a good program when it's really comprehensive. It, it needs to address not just the diesel engine, but uh, all the different components of the, system, uh, of the, the truck system. And so, uh, as I mentioned before, electrical systems, definitely the fuel systems. It's, it's really important to have uh, an understanding of the different types of fuel systems that are used uh, in the logistics industry now. The drivetrain systems, steering and suspension, how to do alignments, both air and hydraulic brakes. They need to know, especially if they go into the repair aspect, a bit of welding and hydraulics, uh, certainly preventive maintenance, how to, how to keep the, the trucks and equipment well-maintained. Uh, to begin with. And then, of course, the diesel engines, um, everything from the basic maintenance to uh, complete uh, teardown and reconstruction of a diesel engine. You know, Brent, this is Bob Martin again. You got me, okay? You, you got me. I'm a student. I'm a parent. Uh, I wanted, I, I have a passion. I want to do this. I want to pursue it. And I want to look at a school to do that. But when I'm, when I, what I'm hearing from you is that when I look at a tour to tour a campus or to look at a school I might go to, there's a number of things that I should be looking for. 
Can you help us a little bit on that? I mean, you, you, you talk through it. It sounds to me like you got to make sure you got the state of the art equipment. You got to be working on the, the latest thing so that, so that you, you got the most updated, updated training and, and, and capabilities. Now, besides that, you got to, I'm, I'm assuming you got to, you got to think about accreditation. You want to go to a, you want to go to a, a really good, legitimate, federally recognized school. You got to be thinking about how, what's it going to cost me to be there? Because that's the length of the program. At least in my mind, that's the length of the program. And then you got to be thinking about the instructors. How is these instructors? I'm, are these, are these the men or the women that are really out there doing it? Do that? Can I really relate to them? So, and then finally, this whole partnership with employers, because I think that's critical, which is when I'm all done with you, Brent, where, where, where am I going to have employment opportunities? Where are they going to be? And can I, can I really get the bang of the bang for the buck here? Can you help us understand that a little bit better? Yeah, great questions. You sound uh, almost exactly like our parents and students that come in for a tour because those are the right questions to, to ask. Again, breaking down uh, some of the different components that you asked about, um, certainly when you tour a campus and look at a diesel program, you want a well-rounded education. Uh, it's important that uh, the graduates that come out of a diesel program have you know, multiple skill sets because the industry is looking for people that can do more than one thing. And I think beyond just having a well-rounded program where you learn a variety of different systems uh, of the truck systems, you also want to look beyond just the hands-on skills. Uh, many of the employers are also concerned about the soft skills. And so look for a program that's going to teach you about, um, you know, how to work in the field and how to understand um, how the shops function and how to understand how the, um, the industry has changed over the years. Um, something that's going to help you build your, your critical thinking skills. You know, the difference between a tech that can, um, you know, change out a brake or, or change out an oil versus the, the young man or young woman that can go to a, a vehicle that's not working and do the proper diagnosis and identify um, based upon the data from the scan tools, from visual inspection, um, you know, really start to identify what's wrong with this and how to fix it. Those type of critical thinking skills are, are so necessary uh, to the employers. When you're looking at a program, um, while you do want to see, you know, some of the latest and greatest and, and uh, the most newfangled uh, pieces of equipment, um, you also want to make sure that, that there's equipment there that's common um, out, in the, out in the field. And so the latest and greatest uh, diesel engines that are out there are not in every vehicle. Um, there's a lot of uh, vehicles on the road and out in the fields and and on the construction sites that are, you know, six, eight, 10 years old. And so um, having that well-rounded education where you're learning um, not just what came out last year, but maybe what came out five years ago and 10 years ago, you never know what you're going to, what you're going to be working on. And so that's the key to staying relevant with the current work environment is, is to, is to know both the old and the new. A variety of equipment, again, with, with each individual part, you need to make sure that the, the diagnosis equipment and then the repair equipment, the tools and equipment and the training aids are available, be it uh, electrical or um, air conditioning or suspension systems or, or any of them. Accreditation is absolutely, absolutely important. Me personally, I, I would not uh, recommend anybody to go to a school that's not accredited. Accreditation uh, means that you've been reviewed by an accrediting body. You've been reviewed also by your peers. Um, so that not only you know, has the accrediting body 
uh, said that we met the, the standards of accreditation, but our peers, uh, people that operate other schools across the, the nation, um, say that we meet uh, their standards of accreditation and the criteria. Um, so definitely accreditation is, is important. Quality of instructors to, to uh, you know, to go to a school where you have instructors that have real life field experience that have been out in the field. Um, you know, it's one thing to teach a person what a tool is. Anybody can look at a tool and say, here's what a tool is. It's a different experience when you have an instructor that can stand there and tell you a story about a particular challenge of, of a piece of equipment that needed repaired or maintained. And to be able to say, here's the, here's the tool, here's the piece of equipment, here's the technique. Um, that I used to fix this. That's the type of experience that can make you very marketable and very much in demand. Uh, and then I want to finish with uh, something at our campus we're very proud of, but you certainly would want to see at any campus that you went to visit. And that is the partnerships with the employers. It should be very visible yeah. and very apparent when you tour a campus that the partnerships are there, they're evident. You know, those partners are very participatory with that school. You know, that's a, it's a great, I, I know Lee's got a couple of other things, but I think that partnership thing is, is, is really critical. And I think it's really one that, that really makes your particular set of schools shine, which is that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where the parent or the significant other that's doing the tour says, yeah, I get it. I want, I want to be part of Peterbilt. I want to be part of Mac. I want to be part of whatever it is, whatever. And you give them the ability to, prepare to do that. Absolutely. And, and if you tour my campus in particular, um, you know, you'll be able to see very quickly our partnerships with, uh, with TMC, with UPS, with Penske Trucks. Um, you know, I can sit here and name a few. They're very visible. They're out there. You can see it just walking down the halls. And probably more importantly, anybody that was to hang around the campus for a little bit, um, to see those employers as they begin to come in to the campus and, uh, you know, we, we schedule these employers to be able to come in and to present to the students and to talk to them about the career fields, to talk about um, the technology that's out there, to talk about the opportunities. And for many of these employers to talk about the opportunity with their particular, you know, place of business, not only is it evident just from their participation with the sponsorships, uh, with the scholarships that they offer, but even, you know, uh, on a consistent basis with them coming into the campus, and interacting with our students and our classes and our instructors to make sure that our students are seen it not only from you know, the school standpoint, but also from that employer standpoint. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, I think nowadays that's critical. Go ahead, Lee. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, no, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. <clears throat> All right, Mr. Jenkins. Now, uh, a good number of our audience are high school counselors or someone who, a parent, someone who may be helping a student make a decision on where they may want to go to school or what career paths they may want to pursue. So let's say I'm someone who is interested in becoming a diesel technician. What would you say are three or four personality traits that make a great diesel technician that might help identify people who would make a great fit for this career choice? Yeah, great question. And um, if I may, uh, um, you know, in speaking to some of the, the guidance counselors and uh, the administrators in the high schools that are helping these young people with making a decision, you know, the ones that know they want to be a diesel technician, it's, it's pretty well a shoe in. The greater need is for those young people that don't know what they want to be and they don't know what's the right direction. So really to identify some of those personality traits 
certainly people that love to work with their hands. You know, there's a there's a difference between working on a, a smaller automobile and working on a big rig. You know, you gotta you gotta want to climb up in that engine compartment where you can fit your whole body up in there. You know, people that that love to tinker, love to fix things, want to learn tools, but also, you know, in this day and age, where so many systems are computerized and uh, our our uh, diesel program has two uh, separate components of the electrical systems. Uh, to have somebody that has that technical knowledge, that has that understanding uh, and ability to, to learn, um, you know, how to operate a scan tool and how to kind of look at the diagnosis and, and run the codes and then take that back to the vehicle and to determine, you know, those kind of problem solving skills. Now, that's something that we teach, uh, but if you have that already inherent and it's a personality trait that's already exhibited, um, somebody that wants to say, this is not working and how do I get this fixed? Those are the type of people that uh, can make great technicians because they're natural problem solvers. But beyond that, because our program is, is comprehensive enough, um, we have the ability to instill that into people. We can teach them the, the techniques to problem solve and we can teach them how to break down uh, different components of the truck system. And so just finding somebody that uh, you know can follow instructions, it really has that attention to detail and then, you know, the X factor is always just the passion. Somebody that can get passionate about working in this field and, uh, and do it with an enthusiasm and, and just that pure joy that comes, um, you know, the best people work in the fields are the ones that, um, you know, they just love what they're doing. Yeah. So uh, finding those, those traits are important. We hear that across the board. Pa- passion, passion, passion. You can find that one, you can find that one, that kid with that or that adult with that, that passion to do it. You're halfway there, I think, Brent, aren't you? Yep. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think that passion, that desire to learn, um, that drive can overcome maybe, you know, maybe their math skills aren't, aren't perfect. Maybe they're not the straight A student in math. You don't have to be a straight A student in math to, to be a great diesel technician. You know, maybe it's like the writing skills that aren't top notch and, and uh, you know, writing term papers. That's fine. But if they have a love and a passion for this, they'll learn it because it's so hands on and interactive. They just absorb that knowledge and that experience. Yeah, we've been talking to uh, Brent Jenkins, campus president, Indianapolis, Indiana, Lincoln Tech. Hey, Brent, before we close, I want to give you an opportunity to get, put your contact information out there, websites, emails, that sort of thing. So any anybody that's interested and wants to call you directly, if, if that's appropriate, uh, they can do that or they can email you. What, so how yeah. do they do that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, several methods. Um, you can go to the website, uh, lincolntech.edu, lincolntech.edu, uh, tons of information available on our website, and it'll come directly to us to be able to help out and answer questions. The campus phone number, um, we'll always, you know, uh, take a live call, is 317-632-5553. Again, 317-632-5553. Uh, we'll connect you to the admissions office that can answer questions, um, give people information, um, really help them to figure out what's uh, what's the best next steps uh, for them and, and uh, get them pointed in the right direction. Uh, great. I, we, I just want to thank you. Um, we've been talking to Brent Jenkins, campus president, Lincoln Tech in Indianapolis, Indiana. Today's podcast is part of the Magic America Radio's September Transportation Awareness Series. I want to thank Brent for taking out Time from his very busy schedule will be our guest today and urge any interested parties to go to our website if they want to hear this broadcast or any any one of our now approaching nearly 100 podcasts. 
This is Bob Martin, hoping you have a great day. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio. We hope you found it informative. For more information about future episodes and the Imagine America Foundation, you can go to our website, imagine-america.org forward slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts and to get information on the many programs offered by the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing. Please subscribe today so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. For now, thank you very much for joining us and best wishes.